0: How's it going everybody and welcome to Just The Buddy's Podcast. I'm your host Ryan. And I'm your host Daniel. And today we're doing a podcast. Woo! If you're new to the channel, please hit the subscribe button and also hit the like button. It's the one with the thumb going up. The one with the thumbnail. The one that will bring excitement to your life. The one that will bring you positive vibes. Yeah. What else we got? We got, you're going to fall in love. You're going to find your soulmate. <laughs> you're going to do everything right in life. You hit the thumbs up. You also get, did I mention? Fireworks. Yes, that's right folks. Yep. When you hit that button, Fireworks. You'll see the little animation going on. As we know, majority of our audience like watches on an iPad or iPhone Mm -hmm. or cellular device. Yeah. So give it a try right now. Let me know. Hit it. Hit it right now. And then when you see the fireworks, let us know you saw the fireworks. Yeah, good intro. All right, let's get into this podcast. Sorry for my whole spiel. Also, comment what you want us to talk about next week. As you can see throughout this video, we took your guys' suggestions from last week and we're talking about it this week. I said that really fast, so I hope you understood what I said. Let's get into it. All right, so starting off, I want to talk about the craziest and most deadly kids in history. It's scary to think that, yeah, there are some dangerous kids out there. Yeah, so have you heard of the kid that was a real-life evil scientist? The real-life Dexter. Kinda. So there was this 14-year-old kid named Graham Young who was obsessed with chemistry like he was a kid genius when it came to chemistry and he would go to his local chemist to get supplies to like conduct his own experiments and once he started doing this people started to notice that his best friend started to get really sick so doctors started to examine him and they found out that he had poison in his system poison yeah so it turned out Graham wasn't just good at chemistry he was obsessed with using chemistry to create poisons so he poisoned his best friend yeah and he was able to create all these different poisons and he would test it on their friends and family so So what he would do is he'd put it in their teacups and see how the poison affected them, like study them. But he actually ended up targeting his stepmom the most and he made her so sick that he ended up killing her. So instead of putting Graham in a prison, they put him in a max security hospital. This kid is literally Dexter. Yeah, but just shortly after he was put in the hospital, one of the inmates mysteriously died of cyanide poisoning. And then the entire hospital was finding like random things in their drinks and they couldn't figure out who was doing it. It doesn't take a scientist to realize who's been killing them. Right, and what's crazy is after he was released, he continued poisoning people, but then got caught, and he was sentenced to four life sentences. How do they let this kid get away with it for so long? Okay, but there's a kid even crazier than this. It, it's so weird how you go through life, and you don't realize that crimes still happen, even though, like, they're young kids. Like, yeah. stuff still goes down. But, like, when we're growing up, right, even today, I only hear about adults committing crimes. You never even think about what goes down when they're, like, younger. And this kid, this grandkid, was just scratching the surface. These next kids are ridiculous. So do you know about the 16 year old girl that killed people just because she didn't like Mondays? What? So this girl was named Brenda Spencer and she was a 16 year old girl that lived in San Diego and across the street she lived by an elementary school and what happened was her father gifted her a gun for her birthday that she kept under her bed and one day she was home alone and instead of getting ready for school she decided to grab her gun and look out of her window at the elementary school and then she opened fire hurting eight children and killing two adults. What's up with this dad getting her a gun? Obviously, she's not mentally stable. Yeah, so then she was caught and pled guilty, but when she was asked on why she did all this, all she said was, I hate Mondays, and this made my Monday more exciting, and I had a lot of fun doing it. What the heck? And she's been in prison since 1979, and in September of this year, we find out if she's given parole or not. They gotta keep her locked away. She shouldn't be outside. Yeah. It's- she's crazy. It's just really disturbing. The fact that she even said her reasoning behind shooting outside her door- like window- Yeah. Was- because she hates mondays and she wanted to make it more exciting right if that was what she decided to do that day Mm -hmm. i wonder what she did for the last 13 years like i'm sure there was other incidents that she committed that just no one knew about a lot of these kids like have like troubled backstories, like traumas yeah the father she even admitted the girl admitted i asked for a radio for my birthday and my father got me a gun what yeah what was he thinking i have no idea it's i'm sure there's like even like a way darker story that goes in depth Of, like, the psychology behind her. Yeah. I know, like, back then, there wasn't, like, that many, like, I know a lot of people say video games are what's causing, like, these kids to go do these things. Yeah. But back then, there wasn't shooter games, like Grand Theft Auto or anything. They just had, like, Tetris and Pong. Yeah. You said it was in the 1970s? Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know what they had back then. Maybe Pong? Frogger? Yeah, but speaking of video games, do you know the Slenderman kids? What the heck is a Slenderman kid? So this was back in 2014 in Wisconsin, and it was a girl named Morgan and Anissa who were both only 12 years old. Okay. But they believed that Slenderman, based on the video game, was real, and they thought to please him, they needed to bring him a sacrifice. What is wrong with these kids? So what happened was they lured another 12-year-old into the woods named Peyton, and once they got deep enough into the woods, Morgan stabbed Peyton 19 times while Anissa just watched. And then Morgan and Anissa just left Peyton in the woods to die. They did this because of a video game. Yeah so Peyton was actually able to crawl out of the woods barely staying alive to a nearby street and she was able to get some help. And Morgan and Anissa were both caught and they confessed and were put into mental hospitals. I still can't get over how evil some of these kids are. Right. It's like ridiculous. It's crazy the capabilities like these kids have. Like I don't even know where are they learning this? Like what's driving them to do these things? Yeah. It's just so disturbing. But that's all also like the dangers of like a young mind you know if you influence it in the wrong way they think that could be a right way to do things gosh it's just so like unbelievable i don't even know what to say because it's horrible what they're doing and they're doing things to other kids which is so sickening to me that they're hurting kids yeah but then you look at it from a distance you're like well they're also kids too and it's just so weird it's like a weird concept where you obviously feel so disturbed by the killing of the kid right and then you want to be so mad at the murderer right yeah and then you look at that person and they're a kid too it's just just like what is going on here how are they doing this to each other yeah and i know it's always like an ongoing debate if you should try a kid someone under the age of 18 as an adult if they commit a crime yeah i think it just depends on what they're doing yeah so moving on these two kids are probably the most dangerous kids to ever live. More dangerous than the last ones? Yeah, so these two kids' names were Robert Thompson and John Van and they committed one of the most unforgettable crimes in UK history, and they were only 10 years old. They were only 10? Yeah, so one day, the boys decided to skip school and go to a mall, and at that mall, they found a two-year-old kid who they decided to take and lure him to follow them. And as the two-year-old was following them, they messed with him, and they bullied him, and they beat him up, and they actually started throwing rocks at him and pour paint on him, resulting in his death. How did they just take this two-year-old kid so the mom was just distracted running all her errands They took the kid while she wasn't looking and after the kids killed the two-year-old boy They left his body on the train tracks to make his death look like an accident and he was killed by the train But the boys were actually caught because on their jackets They had stains of paint that they used to pour on the little boy and they confessed to the murder So they got caught first though. They got caught by the police because they had the on their jacket yeah and then they confess yeah oh my gosh dude how did they even plot that out like who thinks of that yeah they're only 10 do they explain what was their motive behind that no i think they were just like troubled kids who were they, they were known for having like a history of breaking rules like they would shoplift they would. They were bad kids at school and then they just ended up doing this. It's so disturbing to think about a 10-year-old mind could be so corrupted and so messed up. Yeah. It's scary. It's scary too that since they're so young they don't get the proper punishment as like an adult. Right. I mean, you got to lock someone up like that. You got to. Get him some help. You gotta yeah. take them away from society for a while. Yeah. Okay, so let's try to move on from this dark conversation. Yeah, uh, let's get out of that. Yeah. Okay, so this is really interesting to me. Do you know how to get anyone to agree with you? That's pretty much impossible. So we all know how the world's full of debate, right? No one can agree on anything. We're constantly getting arguments. But what if I told you there's a way to get anyone to agree with you without them even knowing? So it's basically like brainwashing. Yes, but it's the most legal way possible, and no one would know how you did it. Okay. So do you know what priming is? Priming. So I saw a video about. By Tony Robbins and basically there's a psychological tool called priming and what it does is it exposes someone to a stimulant to make them feel a certain way later so recently there was a study done by a bunch of psychologists and they basically paid a hundred actors to to go to the park to talk to strangers. So they had every actor hold a cup of coffee and go sit by a stranger at the park on a bench. And what they did was they had the actor ask the stranger to hold my cup of coffee while I grab something out of my pocket. So the stranger's like, sure, I'll hold it. And then the actor goes in their pockets make it look like they're busy, grabs their phone, looks at it. And then they take it back from the stranger and walk away. And what these psychologists did was they had 50 of the actors Hold an ice cold coffee, and they had the other 50 hold a hot cup of coffee, and they had them all hand it to the stranger doing the same scenario hundred times. Okay, so they have the stranger hold the cup of coffee just for a second, then they take it back. Yeah, so 30 minutes later, the psychologist had new actors go up to each stranger that held the coffee and had the actors ask them, Do you want $20 to read three paragraphs of a story and answer two questions? And all the strangers were like, Sure, I'll answer some questions. And when the strangers were done reading the three paragraphs, the actor then asked them, Two questions. How would you describe the qualities of the main character? And what did you think of them? So Got this, all the strangers that held iced coffee 30 minutes earlier said that the character was cold and uncaring. And when they had the actors go ask all the strangers that had hot coffee in their hands, all the strangers said that the main character was genuine and warm. Wait, so they did brainwash them? Yeah, so the only difference between all these different strangers is that 30 minutes before, Someone either handed them a hot coffee or a cold coffee and the result of holding those coffees made them think a certain way So just think how we're being primed today and we just don't know what's happening Okay, it is really scary how these strangers just held a cup of coffee just for a second and it changed the way they thought Think about this how many things that we do throughout our day that will make us feel a certain way later Yeah, so there's little things just like that where you hold something cold you hold something hot Maybe you wear a certain color and you see it with your eyes and it makes you feel a certain way. So you can see how if you use the right certain things to somebody prior to asking them to agree with you, you can get them to think the way you think. What's freaky is too, they had the same story, right? So it's all the main, it's the same main character. Yeah, it's all the same story, same three paragraphs, same two questions, the only thing that's different was the coffee that they held. Yeah. And it, and they think that the main character is basically two different people. One thinks they're a genuine person. One thinks they're just a cold hearted person. Right. So you can see how just by holding something for like a split second can change the way you think 30 minutes later. That's actually really scary. Makes me not want to touch anything. <laughs> so this is kind of valuable information talking about those evil kids earlier so do you know how to tell if someone's stalking you or gonna kidnap you it's honestly really scary to think about because a lot of people get stalked without knowing and it's really common to have a stalker 81 percent of women that will experience stalking are actually someone that they know personally and they're close to but what if i told you there is actually early signs to find out if someone's gonna kidnap you or stalk you what are they so one in every six women will actually experience a stalker and one out of 19 men will experience a stalker so the first common thing that stalkers and like kidnappers do if you ever walk to your car and you see a piece of paper on your windshield don't ever touch it get in your car immediately look around and just take off and don't remove the paper until you get somewhere safe to remove it because what they do is they actually wait for you to grab it so that you're distracted and they kidnap you dude i've seen those random pieces of paper on my car before well you're still here so you're okay they also found that kidnappers what they do is they'll actually put zip ties on your passenger door handle and what this does is it tells the other kidnappers in the area like oh this person's an easy target i feel like zip ties are really noticeable though well for a lot of people it's not because there's this one girl that actually ended up having five zip ties put on her passenger door handle and she didn't know until her dad saw it also the last common thing that kidnappers do if you ever get into like an uber or like a ride sharing service and you open up the car door you have to check if the child lock is on and it's basically just like on the inside of the door because if the child lock is on you won't be able to open the door if they lock it so you're stuck so always make sure before you get in you can check the switch and turn it off so when you step in the car if you have to get out of the car for some reason you're able to unlock the door and leave and if you see the child lock is on that's really suspicious you probably shouldn't go in the car anyways it's honestly really sad we live in a world where we have to worry about these kinds of things. That's why. Share this information. Help your friends. Yeah. We're not learning that in school. And that's the thing. We're not learning this in school. This is the stuff we need to learn in school. Yeah. Okay, but moving on, I have a dark Disney theory. It wouldn't be a Just a Nobody's episode without a dark Disney theory. Okay, so what's the theory? So there's a crazy Peter Pan theory on who the real villain is. Isn't it Peter Pan? No, but there's a lot of theories that it is Peter Pan or it's just Captain Hook. But it's actually someone we would have never expected to be the real villain. Ooh. So the theory is that the true villain and mastermind of Peter Pan is actually Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell? So if we go back to fairy tale origins and lore stories of fairies and pixies, they're actually evil immortal creatures that would steal children when they're young. So the theory is that Tinkerbell made a deal with Peter Pan that he could be immortal and live forever. And in return, he has to kidnap children, bring them to Neverland and kill them. Because we know in the original Peter Pan story, Peter Pan would kill the Lost Boys if they grew too old. So what you're saying is Tinkerbell is making Peter do all the dirty work. Yeah, and the reason Tinkerbell hated Wendy so much in Peter Pan is because she didn't want Wendy to convince Peter to stop killing and kidnapping children and possibly fall in love with him. Wait, Tinkerbell is kind Kind of evil she tried to kill Wendy right yeah she literally convinced the lost boys to shoot at Wendy when she's flying and she almost fell to her death wait what Tinkerbell could be the one. Oh my gosh that's so crazy I forgot about that yeah because Wendy's flying with the pixie dust uh-huh and then Tinkerbell gets all the lost boys to start shooting at her and they start to hit her and she starts falling and Peter Pan has to save her I guess Disney does try to stay true to like lore and like the history of things too yeah but subtly so they did it they did show her being evil they just didn't have her come out and say that she's evil right but she's doing exactly what a fairy would do back in the day. Yeah. Like the lore. Like the kidnapping kids, right? Taking right. them to fairyland Okay, speaking of toxic people, horrible people that are evil, that will kill people because of their psychoness. Okay. I'm not saying Tinkerbell's a psycho, but I'm talking now I'm gonna talk about an actual psycho. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you know about the kid who killed a girl because she rejected him? What is wrong with this world? It's a crazy story. So in 1999, there was this guy named Paul Powell. And he really liked this 16-year-old girl named Stacy Reed. And one day when Stacy got out of school and she went to her house, Paul followed her home and basically knocked on her door and asked her out on a date. And Stacey said no. And this really upset Paul. So he demanded her to date him. And she refused. So he went into the house, killed Stacy, and killed her 14-year-old younger sister. Or at least that's what he thought he did. Wait, what do you mean? So I saw a video by Mr. Ballen, And basically Paul thought he killed the 14-year-old younger sister. But she actually survived. So she went straight to the police and they arrested Paul. So Paul gets arrested and they go to court, right? And Paul's just cussing at people saying that Stacy, the girl he killed, was stupid. And he's just saying all these horrible things and acting like so disrespectful. And keep in mind, they're in the courtroom and he's doing all this. Okay, this guy's pure evil. So then all of a sudden the judge is looking at all the evidence and he sees how Paul has no remorse. He's a horrible person. So the judge gives Paul the death sentence. So then Paul starts crying and acting like a little baby, like pleading to everyone, please don't let me die. Like, help me, help me. And he's like totally acting like totally different. Dude, Paul's a coward. Yeah, but at the last second, there was a legal loophole That took away the death sentence from Paul. So he no longer had the death sentence, but he was just given a life sentence. So all of a sudden, Paul gets all happy, starts laughing, and then goes back to his rude ways. And since he avoided the death penalty, he feels like he's super safe and nothing can go wrong for him. So he gets out a piece of paper, writes a whole letter horrible things of all the things he did to Stacy, all the horrible things he's done in his life, and he wrote down how Stacy was stupid and how her whole family's stupid. And he wrote this letter and he handed it to Stacy's lawyer. Okay, this guy has to be one of the worst humans ever. Yeah, so Stacy's lawyer gets the letter, he's reading it, immediately walks straight to the judge. Here you go, judge, look at this letter. And the judge takes and he's like well we have new evidence let's get a new trial going and within a couple minutes the judge decided to give paul the death sentence again and this time he was killed well paul got what he deserved dude paul is a horrible person i can't believe i cannot believe how sick some people are you know and i think it's important to talk about for justice for stacy if we never talk about it on our platform about like what could happen yeah stacy would want her story to be told so that this wouldn't happen to other people right okay so moving on from all this welcome back to dumb ways to die where i talk Talk about the craziest and stupid ways, people have died. And this is where everyone loses some brain cells of people's stupidity. Okay, I don't know where this happened or where they're having this whole, like, thing I'm going to talk about, but this is ridiculous. So there was this guy who was a little bit bored. He's known for being, like, a good eater. Like, he can eat really fast. so Like, a professional eater. Okay. So what he did was he saw this new contest, and it was a cockroach-eating contest. And the cockroaches are alive or dead? Alive. Oh my God. So- Wait, can you actually eat them? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Well, it didn't end well for this guy, okay? So he's gobbling down some cockroaches. All the little legs, right? They have some strong legs. He's okay. Go- he's gobbling down these legs. They get stuck in his throat. They clog his throat. Suffocates to death. What? Yeah. Oh, my god. From eating little bugs. I, okay, they're not little. Yeah, cockroaches, cockroaches. are big. Yeah, they're a little bigger than a Lay's potato chip. That's <laughs> They're They're pretty big. They got some meat to them. Yeah, so up next, it was late at night. These guys live next to, like, a race car track. Okay. But when a race car track closes, they blockade it off because they don't want anyone driving on it. Right. right? So when they close, they block it. Yeah. These guys decide to go in their go-karts and try to drive around the track. Little did they know, they blockade it. Okay. Okay? So these guys, you know how fast a go-kart goes. Yeah. They go pretty fast. Wait, so they're driving the go-kart to get to the racetrack? They're at the racetrack. Okay. They're driving them. Like, getting onto the racetrack. Okay? okay, so they start going on the racetrack. They didn't know it was blockaded. Okay. One of them smacks into a blockade, goes flying off his go-kart. And dies? And dies. Why didn't they blockade it from the start? First of all, there's no lights. Why are you driving on a car okay. track with <laughs> okay. no lights? You're right, you're right. That's why they're on Dumb Ways to Die. <laughs> with a go-kart? Yeah, true. In their defense? Yeah. Right? You got to figure there's two people out there. The racetrack should have blockaded it from the start and said, beware blockades. Yeah, but I, you wouldn't think. Right, but you also if you own a business like that, you have to think like that. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah. That is true. Okay, so the last one. This guy has to be probably the dumbest robber of all time. Okay. So what, you know, everybody wears like the ski mask and they go like rob like a jewelry store or something. Yeah. This guy didn't have a ski mask. So he's like, what am I going to use? Okay. What am, how how are how am I going to hide from the cameras? Yeah. So what he decides to do, he's like, I'm going to go to the store I'm going to buy some spray paint and they'll paint. never know who I am. Nice. So he's going to spray himself. He spray painted his face. Spray paint, not meant for faces. It has a lot of chemicals. Okay. Okay. So he's spraying it on his face. Yeah. Now, when you're walking around with that, you're constantly breathing in the chemicals. True. So what happened to him, he died from all the chemicals. He found that he couldn't even breathe with the mask on. So he went to the place to rob and he died outside of it? No, he's, he didn't even get out the house. He didn't even get out of the house. Who would have thought that spray paint would be the most robber deterrent thing out there? What was this guy thinking? Oh, my gosh. First of all, okay, if you spray paint your face, that doesn't take away your facial features or anything. People could still figure out that it's you. Right. If you have red spray paint on, it just makes you look red. Yeah. There's a reason why people wear an actual mask. Oh, my gosh. Well. And thank you for watching Dumb Ways to Die. All right, guys, we've made it this far on the podcast. Thank you so much for watching. Also, if you're new to the channel, hit the subscribe button. Hit it hard, hit it proudly, and just (laughs) smack that thing, all right? And (laughs) And also hit the thumbs up. Like I said, positivity. There's a little firework emoji. If you want some fireworks in your life, make sure you hit it. Don't let it be just a plain old thumbs up. Don't let it just sit there with the blank, blankness, okay? Yeah. Get the firework going. Let the thumbs up have some life. And also, comment what you want us to talk about next week, and we'd love to hear your ideas. So we'll see you guys tomorrow on TikTok, and we'll see you guys next week, Friday, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and youtube see you on the tiki talk god bless you guys see ya love ya